I understood the assignment. Why? Uh, Why? Uh, I just had that, I've had that song stuck in my head because every like reels or TikTok right now is that dumbass song. I don't have that much of that one. Oh, you I've don't? seen it. I know it. I've seen plenty, but I don't have that. I much understood much. the assignment. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh, you know what? I actually did understand the assignment what is because it? it is spooky season, and this is our intro. And this is a little different. Um, do you smell anything weird in this room, Carla Marie? I can't tell if maybe I just didn't shower this morning and I'm stinky. I don't, I'm my nose is like I should be a witch because I can smell everything. Well, well, can you smell anything? I don't smell anything no, in here. I would tell you. Is it me? Smell me. Probably. Hold on. No, it's not it's me. Good for a change. <laughs> is it the chair? Maybe a cat peed in this chair. No. There, there's a stink in here, and I don't know what it is. Smell my foot? No. Oh. What's that? Your hat? It could be this. A shoe? No, it's a flip flop. Oh my god! <laughs> I think Why? that's it. It's made of silicone. Uh, no. So there's like a foam in there. It's their uh, Adidas slides. Well, what, were you wearing them in the ocean? I was actually when we were uh, in Spain. I think that's that what it was. Like a, like a like it was a petri dish. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. So, so I got to throw those out. Yeah, I got to throw those out now. That's unfortunate because they're super comfortable, but they they weren't like slides that were meant to be in the water. But when we were in Spain, we went to uh, we did this hike, and it ended up at a really nice beach. But the beach was really like rocky, mm. so I wore those into the water, and I think then putting them in a backpack and stuff probably wasn't the best idea. Did I wear shoes on the walk rocks? I think so. Yeah, I think you had flip flops as well. Mm. I don't like rocks on my feet. Not a big fan of it. I don't have flip flops. I could have worn in there. I should have brought water shoes. I think I'm going to start packing water shoes Everywhere. wherever I go. Because I have two pairs. Because every time I go on a, a trip, I forget them. I have to buy them. And th they somehow end up being needed. Your brother pointed this out when we were in Spain because we said something about like, "Damn, I should have packed my water shoes." He's like, "You mean the shoes we used to get made fun of for yeah. wearing when we were kids?" And it's true. Like, if you wore water shoes as a kid, you were a loser. Well, and now it's like. We go on like the we went to Jamaica. You had to wear water shoes yes. on a lot of the stuff because you had to like traverse wet rocks. Yeah, when you're going over rocks and sharp things, the and Shore. but if you're at like Ridgewood, we had Graydon Pool, which a lot of the towns around Ridgewood, New Jersey, used. It's like a man-made pond, but it's basically just sand and dirt. Okay. And if you're going to like a town pool, and it's tiles or whatever you line a pool with, you don't need well, no. water shoes. Do people do that? Yeah. That's why you get made fun of for water your shoes. Your brother said he wore them to your town pool. But that was, yeah. he said it was mucky. It was, yeah, but not like dangerous. Like it wasn't going to hurt your feet. It was that like silty. Yeah, like, I don't like that though. I'm a feet. <laughs> that's actually water. one of the things that we felt when we were in uh, Jamaica. So shout out to our friends at Sandals who are now celebrating their 40th Crazy. anniversary. And we actually got to help them launch their new podcast called the Palmcast. Mm -hmm. Palmcast, like a palm tree. Uh, look for it. 
you'll see the sandals logo and a palm tree. Anyway, when we went to the Blue Lagoon they have there, this iridescent, there's like some sort of bacteria that live there that light up. It's beautiful. That's what the bottom felt like. It was like this weird. I didn't like it. Silt. No, it was thing. the coolest experience ever, but I felt like I was going to be sucked down into it. It does because it's, it's like quicksand. a couple inches it's of, quicksand. of that layer and you feel yourself kind of being sucked It's the in. closest we'll ever get to quicksand. Is quicksand real? I keep seeing that meme. What? You've never seen that meme? Which meme? It's like nine in the 90s. If you grew up in the 90s, you were convinced you were going to die by oh, falling yeah. to quicksand. Why? Like every Nickelodeon show. I don't know. I don't know why that was such a big thing. I don't even know where you would find quicksand. The bottom of the lake in Jamaica. No, because I feel like in any show that I've watched, quicksand was like you were on a hike and then all of a sudden you started like it would suck you in. And for some reason, these kids couldn't get their feet out fast enough and they were like waist deep in quicksand. And then you would like then it would like freeze and you'd be stuck there forever. So where do you find quicksand? Quicksand is usually found in hollows at the mouths of large rivers or along flat stretches of streams or beaches where pools of water become partially filled with sand and an underlying layer of stiff clay or other dense. So like not really where any of the shows ever had them. Because I feel like in Indiana Jones or things like that it was always Can you really drown in quicksand? Nope. Quicksand, that is sand that behaves as liquid because it is saturated with water, can be a mucky nuisance, but it's basically impossible to die in the way that is depicted in movies. That's because quicksand is denser than the body. Huh. So you're always going to float in quicksand then. So maybe that is what we felt in Jamaica. It could be. But I think you're, I think it's supposed to look like a hard surface or a flat surface. It's Arizona, 12 News Now. Quicksand is real. How to spot it and how to get out of it. Oh, man. <laughs> Way to use a relevant headline, News Arizona. This is from 2019. Still, that's like still 22 oh. years too late. After reports Monday that a Mesa man was saved from quicksand at Zion, our newsroom was buzzing about the fact that quicksand is actually real and not just something you saw in an Indiana Jones movie years ago. Okay. We in the news business are, first of all, this is not how you write a news article, but we in the news business are usually not experts in geological sciences, and now it's just clickbait. Well, so I the appreciate them. How the fuck do I... What'd you just do? I don't know. It was just those clickbaity ads that are like, got these warts. And <laughs> do you? Is that oh, why you clicked? A, oh, read more. There it is. Yeah, it's getting harder and harder. And I think we talked about this maybe in the last podcast or in one of our Twitch streams recently. Um, but it's getting harder and harder to find readable sources on your phone. Absurd. Because, and I get it, like everyone's trying to make a buck, right? So there are ads everywhere. You know what else I realized? And if you're listening to this podcast on iHeartRadio, I apologize because you're probably listening to other things on iHeartRadio. But the thing I realized, I was listening to Elvis Duran in the morning show when I was at the gym. And they have started adding almost as many commercials as the regular radio, which is already a tough experience mm-hmm. if you're sitting through for an hour or whatever. But now they started doing this thing. And maybe I just caught the wrong episode. But on Elvis's podcast, you play the podcast, but it starts out with Wilder Valderrama. Wil- Wilbur? What's his name? <laughs> Wilder? Wilmer. Wilmer Valderrama. Um, and I guess he's got a podcast on iHeartRadio. So he starts off and he's like, this clip of a podcast is sponsored by Allstate. Mm. So not only are you getting the Allstate ad that he's going to read, you're getting a minute and a half clip of his podcast. But you can fast forward all of that. You can, but then like, it's just, it's not a fun experience. Yeah. If it was, listen, if it's a 30 second ad, I get it. Like everyone's got to make money. Yeah. It's a free service. You're getting the podcast and the content for free. Someone's got to pay for it at some point. But now podcasts, and I don't know if it's just iHeartRadio that's doing it or other companies, but it's getting to be almost to the point of like 
the unbearable radio commercial breaks. Well, what they'll start doing is selling things where it's like, okay, well, here is the paid version of our whatever, and you don't have to get any ads in your podcast. Which I think is actually great. But that'll be interesting because a lot of podcasts I listen to have ads in the middle of them, Mm -hmm. and there's no way to take those out. It's part of the content. Oh, like a live read type Mm -hmm. of thing? Yeah, I think you just have to be able to serve two of them because the podcast normally isn't going to be live anyway. It's going to be pre-recorded, so you would cut the podcast and then you would just either place your ads or remove your ads as needed for whatever platform you're putting it on. Because I do think if we ever started a podcast, and I, don't, I wouldn't do this right away, um, I don't think new podcasts should ever be on Patreon, if that makes sense. Yeah. And Patreon's a great service. I know a lot of people, just like OnlyFans, make a lot of money off of it. But I think if you're not a known name, it's hard to say, hey, listen to this new thing you've got no experience with yeah. and pay me for it. Um, but I do think if we developed something down the road, I'd love to give a free version that we have to sell ads mm-hmm. for and a paid version that you could subscribe to for a couple bucks, nothing crazy. And get no ads. And get no ads. And it's totally your choice. You can do either one. There's mm-hmm. no pressure for either one. I like that. Right? Because there are definitely services that I would subscribe to and do subscribe to and say, hey, I'd, I would rather this service for 10, 15 bucks, five bucks without any ads. It's a better experience for me. Like getting gas. What? When you go to the gas station now and the stupid commercials playing. Oh yeah, and the little. I'd rather not hear it. I'd rather pay extra. (laughs) No, I I think for gas you can. Or maybe maybe take some money off if I get to watch that crap. If you're giving me cheaper gas, and keep in mind, I don't even have a car. I just fill up Carla Marie's car. You we we share it. Um. Yeah, but my name's not on it. Your name's not, but you paid just as much as I have. That's true. I would let them slap advertisements on the car <laughs> while I'm at the gas station if it meant I could pay for cheaper gas. I would honestly, if someone so said, expensive. this would be a great new revenue stream. Maybe we can work on this. They have that. You get a sponsor. You get like a big sponsor. So like McDonald's, right? Mm-hmm. And you put on people's bumpers or the back of their cars, their tailgates, big ass McDonald's ads and say, hey, driving, are you hungry? Go to McDonald's. But every car that has that gets free gas as long as they have that on there. And now you become the agency that sells that placement to McDonald's and you give people free gas. I, and would how am I getting the free gas? From the company. You get like, like, a, a, gas uh, card? like a gas card. And they just pay it. And you get like a limit, right? So you can't go on like. Yeah. Can't be given to my friends. Exactly. You can, but your friends will then use your, your limit. allotment of gas. I'm just this glad is, that we have. A Mazda CX-5 now and not a Jeep Grand Cherokee mm-hmm. anymore because we'd be spending over $100 to fill up our tank right now. I mean, it's still like 65 bucks here in Washington. Yeah, it's I know. It's still pretty expensive. The Wrangler was, the Grand Cherokee was 80-something to That's fill true. up. And ja- and gas was cheaper That's then. what I mean. That's true. I, I think there's, I think I'm onto something with this idea. Because I really think the only like I could logical outdoor space to advertise, like billboards are great, I guess, for some things. Mm-hmm. But I think the backs of cars and trucks. I'm always reading those backs of cars. You got no choice. If you're being a good driver, you're staring ahead of you. I love bumper stickers, especially ever since I listened to, um, what's his name's book? Matthew McConaughey? Yeah. How do you say his name? Matthew McConaughey. There you go. Carla Marie struggles with that sometimes. (laughs) Matthew McConaughey. Okay, Wilbur Valderrama. No, I just didn't know his name. Mm. It's different. It's like if you called him uh, Michael McConaughey. Still incorrect, but different in a different way. Okay. So what is it? What did he, did he say in his book? Oh, he talks about <laughs> how you can know so much by someone's bumper sticker. 
Yeah, there's a uh, Dimitri Martin joke in there somewhere where he's like, I love bumper stickers. It tells me exactly who I don't want to be friends with <laughs> based on the fact that you just have a bumper sticker. Yep. Although I was thinking, I don't know if people put bumper stickers on their cars anymore, but is there like a cling, a magnet? Yeah. Because I'd like to put our, I'd like to give people the opportunity if they no. so choose to like promote us. You yes. Know? Um, we can do window. We won't pay your Everyone gas, does decals now. Do you actually look at a decal though? A window yeah. decal? And uh, I was forget who I was talking to, but they recommended that I get the uh, four little cat emojis for oh, my stop it. window. Stop it. Um, I. Oh, yeah, because we didn't talk about that on the podcast. What po- What did we talk about? That I officially adopted Erica and John. Oh, no, because we would have talked about it this week, right? This mm-hmm. is the week it became official. So Well, no, it actually was official last Thursday. Congratulations, Carla Marie. Thank you, Anthony. You've now got four cats mm-hmm. that are going to be here for a long time. Yep. Yeah. When do I start looking for apartments is the question. Peace out, Cub Scout. Uh, No, we did actually have a a pretty good meeting earlier today, which is actually why this podcast is being posted a little later. We had a good little meeting, and we'll be posting about it. Uh, We might actually be redesigning this studio, and the redesign will be better for what we want to do on camera and on podcast, but also better for me spending time in this room. Oh, really? That's why we did this? That's one of the reasons. I I was. That's one of the reasons I I was so involved in the process. Because I wanted to make sure that if it's the room that I spend most of my time in, that it's comfortable for me. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. I need somewhere. Okay. You have the whole house. No, because the rest of the house, like, you have your bedroom, and then downstairs is all open. It's an open floor plan, and I, when I'm down there, it's you yelling at cats for a long time. So I, I need a space where there are no cats and no people yelling at cats. There are no cats in Anthony's room. And the streets are paved with brie cheese. Because it's the best cheese. I don't even know where that's from. What? I only know because you sing it all the time. You don't know the No Cats in America song? Mm-hmm. What do you think it's from, Carla? Murray? Aristocats. No. No, there's a ton of cats in Aristocats. Although I guess in this movie there are cats as well. Cats. No. Dogs. American Tale, the original American Tale. When Fievel comes from Mother Russia to America. Mm. Oh, and they're excited there's no cats in America. So don't yeah, that's eaten. the whole point. But they're, there are cats in America. Yeah, but they don't know that. They're told the promise of America is that there are no cats. And that's why on the on the ship coming over, they're singing, there are no cats in America. And the streets are paved with cheese. Yeah, okay. And then they end up in New York, and there's a ton of cats. A ton. And no cheese. Ex- oh, there's still cheese everywhere in New Not York. Not paved. There's good mozzarella. What else? Gabagool's not a cheese. What's another cheese that Italians? Um, uh, provolone. Provolone. Uh, what's the the one that comes with tomatoes? It's like burrata. 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 Burrata is like a kind of mozzarella. It's good stuff. Um, burrata, <laughs> mozzarella, provolone, parmesan, buongiorno, principesa. What is that? I'm so glad that this just happened. Remember, I kept saying that to you. No. I have said it so many times. I've said it on this podcast. I have said it like randomly if something in, like triggers into my head like just now when I was saying like different Italian things. Yeah. So it's from the movie and I always go to say I always say it wrong. Um, it is from Life is Beautiful. No. Yeah. Life is Beautiful because it's a wonderful life. It's a different movie. OK. From Life is Beautiful. We had to watch it in high school um, with subtitles because it's an Italian movie and the oh. guy he, he, there's this woman he loves, and he's always like, Buongiorno, Principesa, everywhere, everywhere he goes. So I kept doing it in Spain. Your brother was like, what is that from? And I was telling him, and no one so knew. So you were doing the Italian movie thing in Spain? No one knows. Well, I'm you were in Spain. watching 
the bachelorette this Friday. Mm-hmm. And this man gets out of the limo. And it says in the bottom screen, Peter, Peter, maybe his name was, uh, Pizza Pernor, Florida. So he owns a pizza place. Okay. And he gets out of the limo and he takes a pizza crust, throws it in the air and goes, Bonjour, Principe. So I was like, shut the fuck up. I love this guy. And then I immediately hated him because he took the pizza crust and threw it on the floor. And he is your standard Guido. But he's from like, Florida. Florida, but Jersey. I hate him. I hate him. Well, there are a lot of connections with the eastern part of South Florida. And the New York, New Jersey area. Very similar yeah. uh, backgrounds, similar ideologies, things like that. So I get it. So wait, why are you watching The Bachelor on Friday? Bachelorette on Monday. You definitely said Friday. His name is Peter <laughs> Izzo, self-described pizzapreneur. Um, and I think he's still there, actually. Peter's Pizzeria in uh, Port... What is the one? Port St. Port St. Lucie? Probably. Where the Mets play? That explains a lot. Peter I'm, I'm, Izzo, and he said that he changes lives one slice at a time. I mean, I like that. Look I like at the, the ready, idea. Is that what you thought he looked like? Yeah, actually, it's look, exactly what I thought Google he looked like. Oh, Saint jo- Port St. Joe, Florida. Port St. Joe. I don't know where that is. He said, Buongiorno, Principesa. So what did you think of The Bachelorette so far, which started I, on Tuesday, yeah, not Monday. Sorry, Monday. Ugh, Your Tuesday. days are all off. I don't even know. Uh, I liked it a lot, actually. Um, it was Michelle's season. This I was the first Michelle episode. I think is going to be a really good Bachelorette. I think that just like, I mean, even Katie, we did see a lot of Katie during Matt's season, but we're seeing so much more of Michelle's personality, obviously, in night one. I'm like, oh, my God, I love her. I want to yeah. hang out with her. And I think she's going to make a great Bachelorette. And I the guys like that they gave her, though. Clowns? Uh, clowns. All of them? There's all. not one? I, I. I but the first day is also tough because the first day they all do that stupid thing well, where they come she... out of the car and they're like, oh, let me make a big C. And I mean, Katie is a great example, yeah. right? Katie was dildo girl or vibrator girl. Mm-hmm. And then you realize she's a real person. So the no, no, first no, no. episode I, is like tough. like not even anyone that I was like even like attracted to. And you know what's crazy? I wish that you watched because I feel like you would have had so much to say about the one guy that apparently showed up with a binder. He did. This is what we saw. He showed up with a binder of notes. On everything he was supposed to do that apparently his friend who's watched all the seasons wrote out for him and how to seem interested and how to do things and all this stuff. But on the cover, he drew a rose and wrote Bachelorette. And I didn't see anyone on the Internet talking about how he spelled Bachelorette wrong. I couldn't tell you how to spell it right now. Spell it. I just said I couldn't. B-A-C-H. Batch. E-L-L-O-R-E-T-T-E. Yeah. He oh, just wow. said Bachelorette. Like, no, not Bachelorette. Oh, okay. Easy mistake to make, though. So did he get kicked off? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. sent his ass packing. Didn't even go to the rose ceremony. Yeah, I think that the first day is tough because, like, I remember, uh, and the reason I'm not watching this season, honestly, is I needed a break from The Bachelor because I watched Matt's season because Katie was on it. Yeah, Matt's season. Then you watched Katie's season. But you didn't watch Bachelor in Paradise. I did. No, I'm not watching that nonsense. I think it's actually the best part of the whole So thing. my friend Steve actually said, so he watches all of the franchise, and he said that Bachelor in Paradise is his favorite because the storylines almost don't matter. It's just craziness every week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't. I needed a break from the Bachelor Nation shows because <laughs> after watching Matt's season, I, I watched because Katie was on it. Then Katie became the Bachelor, so obviously I'm going to watch yeah. her season. Um, I do know that Katie said very nice complimentary things about Michelle mm-hmm. when we spoke to her about the different girls in the house that she she was with. So it's cool seeing Michelle there. Maybe I'll jump back in. 
in a couple weeks. It's just so time consuming. That's the thing. It's like a two hour show every week. Sometimes three. They do a three hours. Oh, they did a three hour show. I was I remember being mad about that. It's annoying. And that's why I told some friends. I was like, I guys, I don't know if I'm committed to the whole season because it's so time consuming. I do think there is a and I don't, I don't know the ratings of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. I think there's a sweet spot, right? And there has to be a drop off because I've noticed that the, the three full seasons that I've watched, I watched Colton's season, Matt's season and Katie's season in that franchise. Mm-hmm. Once it gets down to like the hometowns, like once it gets down to the final four or five contestants, that's when I stop losing interest. And part of it's because the drama starts to dissipate a little Not bit. Not in Katie's season. Not in Katie's season. That was a little weird because she basically like didn't a lot of the guys that she probably would have kept to the end didn't end up staying there on their own accord. But I think maybe I'm crazy and you can comment if you're especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a review or a comment or whatever of this podcast. Um I think once it gets down to the real committed people, mm. it's not as interesting. Because a lot of the interest in the show is the drama between the contestants early on. The if, guys be like, yo, bro, you're not here for the right reasons, bro. Yeah, it's just the guys are so broy. Girls are all I mean, girls are also annoying on the show. You're just here for Instagram followers. Oh. Uh, you're I mean, all there. I would go. All of you losers are there for Instagram followers. Yes. All of you. Every single one. No one's going there. Well, I can't say no one because I truly knew that Katie was actually believed in the process. Yes, but even Katie understood that. If she didn't find love in Matt's season, because that was her first entrance, right? there was still probably going to be a benefit from being on the show. Everyone understands that. If you present yourself properly and you stay on the show long enough mm-hmm. to make an impact, yeah, you're going to have more Instagram followers and Twitter followers and whatever else. So, yeah. Does that mean you don't want to find love? No, it just means that you know that you can find love and there are other things that you can benefit from Like it. Thomas said that. What did Thomas say? That was basically what Thomas yeah. said, and they sent them home. It's just, it's just the way that the world works. And you know what? Even if you don't find love on your season, now you're plugged into the – you could go sit at the cool kids' table, and now you're going to talk to all the other contestants who are still single, and you guys are all well, – they'll all do each other. Okay. We've seen it. You're making it sound like that doesn't no, happen. Oh, I, I agree. I just felt like we just got to the final of the season. I didn't care anymore at this point <laughs> in this conversation. Because I think – isn't that how uh, – the two girls who are hosts, Caitlin and Tasha. And Tasha, did they find their people on the show or no. separately? Separate. Caitlin did not. Okay. Tasha did. So Caitlin, but her person, her guy, mm. was also on a different season yes. of The Bachelorette. So see, There's that's a, all, it's very incestuous. Exactly. You sit at the cool kids' table. Then it's like, oh, the people at ABC said we're all hot and attractive. Let's all do each other, mm-hmm. basically. And good for them. I'd love to be part of that table. It's just like famous <laughs> people, but like C level. Differently. Uh, a different type of fame. That's what I mean, though. But yeah. like, that's is why actors and actresses act, well, all do each other. Yeah. Maybe radio people too. Yeah. Well, I no, mean- I, and part of it, other <laughs> than now, you're part of this cool table, like I said, with the Bachelor and the Bachelorette franchises. I think part of it is also when you when you start dating in your professional life, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you didn't meet your person in high school or college or something like that. It is so much easier to find someone and to get along with someone who understands the responsibilities and the tasks and the schedule that you are working with. 
doctors end up together. Lawyers end up together. That's the way that mm-hmm. works. Not only because that person understands, but that's and their intellect, same intellectual level. And there's more contact points. You're mm-hmm. seeing and spending more time mm-hmm. with those types of people. So of course your chances of ending up with one of those types of people in your profession or your circle yeah. is exponentially higher. Like I was way more likely to end up with someone in radio than I was a marine biologist. Truth. But if I was a marine biologist, guess what? There's a very good chance I would have ended up with a marine biologist. Another marine biologist. Like Steve Irwin's daughter. Is that who she's with now? Another kind of person like Bless him. her heart. They're married and have a baby. Do his kids have shows? Yes. Both of them? I believe so. That's pretty cool. They're, I don't know. That's got to be kind of weird too though. But like we're a product of that. Exactly. Theory. No, that's what I was saying. My parents are a product of that theory. Yeah. That's why I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I'm not saying that. There's just sometimes you it's okay to call call it what it is. People who end up on the bachelor and the bachelorette are more likely to end up with each other because they understand that social space where everything and you has run to in the be same online. And, it's just Yeah. And it's not necessarily bachelor bachelorette. It could be as said as anything. Like, okay, at this point in my life, I'm going to go Join a hiking club. Well, now I'm more likely to end up with someone who's in a hiking club than not because yeah. I'm spending all of my time with that group. And that's one of the reasons let's let's zoom out a little bit to the wider dating world. Right. And there are people who are I've never been one of those people, but there are people who are dying to get into a relationship or care. need companionship in that yes, way. It's great, but it's also it's great not. <laughs> but what I normally say, because I've had cousins and friends who've been like, I just need a girlfriend. I need a boyfriend. Who says this? Go do the things that you like to do. They'll be there. And they're going to be there. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go above and beyond to find the right person because generally speaking, the right person is going to be in mm-hmm. your circle or your interest group somehow. So if you're like, oh my God, I'm so single, I never meet anyone, join a hiking club. Go yeah. join and do the things you like to do anyway. And your chances of meeting someone who accepts you for who you are will go up exponentially. Or, you know what? Go sit outside a fire station. You'll find a hot firefighter. Yeah, but what if you're an arsonist? That's the last person you'd want to meet. You probably you, should, though. If you love setting fire to things <laughs> and watching them burn, then you don't want to be with a hot firefighter. So go to an arsonist club. Go hot find fi- a- Hearing you say hot fire firefighter. You hot st- firefighter? I heard hot fire firefighter. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do fight hot fires. That's true. Hot, hot heat. What? I don't know. Is that a new TikTok? No, it should be though. But again, go find. Like if you're a career criminal, don't hang out at police offices looking for the love of your life. At where? Police offices. Stations. (laughs) I don't know. I said police offices. I was thinking officers. (laughs) Police studios. (laughs) Police houses. But again, if you're a cop and you love the law. Then don't go hang out in crack houses looking for the love of but your they life. They do go to crack houses. Too. They go there, but they don't like. They're not supposed to hang out there. Has a cop ever fallen in love with a criminal? I'm sure. Wow. I'm sure it's happened. You know why? Because we're all criminals. I'm not a criminal. You, you're not a criminal. No. Have you ever sped? No. You yell at me for not. <laughs> Have you ever, when you were a kid, did you ever steal anything? Yeah, my mom criminal uh, yelled at me. We didn't take it back though. It was a greeting card. See? Criminal. No, there's statute of limitations. When did you do that? I was like four. I'm trying to think if my parents ever made me take anything back. I do remember 
I was very young. Ever stole anything? So I'm probably not remembering this properly, but I do remember I was at like a uh, Home Depot or something with my mom, and I don't know if I took it or if it was just on the bottom of the cart and we didn't like scan it. Mm. It was one of those little like potting. it's like a three-pronged thing that people use in their gardens. Wait. You know what I'm okay. talking about? Yes. It's like Continue. the claw. Yes. I, I don't know if I grabbed it because I was just a stupid kid. I was like, oh, that's cool and I want it. Mm-hmm. Or if my mom just forgot to pay for it. But I remember specifically going back and the person at Home Depot was like, it is very nice of you to bring that back. You didn't have to. We'll charge you for it. And that was I it. I said, just keep it. Well, the day I stole the greeting card, we were at the store where I stole the greeting card from. It was a graduation card. I wanted to get it from my older sister who... I guess was graduating probably cosmetology school at that point. Okay. But we also got a toy that day, which it wasn't, it was a mini shovel, not a, I immediately thought it was what you were just trying to describe, but it wasn't, which is odd, but it was a shovel water gun. So it looked like a shovel, but you would trick your friend uh, okay. and squirt him. My mom wouldn't let me play with it for a very long time because I stole that day. So in case you were doing manual labor, shoveling out there with your friends, you could also squirt them with a water gun. I had a sandbox. It was a turtle. I don't know if I ever had a sandbox. What? I must have. Probably just one of those things where I was so young that I forgot, which is, again, why I always tell people don't buy things for kids and babies. It's stupid. Okay. They're not, you could literally give them cardboard boxes, pots, and pans, and they're going to have just as much fun. My nephew turns one in like two weeks. And how many stupid toys do you think he's going to get? So many. My niece wanted to know if she, if, he got, if she got him a sandbox now, could he play in it? I said, no, it's fucking freezing. I mean, are they putting it inside? No, outside. <laughs> a little, you don't want to be like the kid in your like winter puffy coat in a With sandbox. With no shoes on yeah. in your sandbox. So I said no, but now I don't know what to get him. I need to get him something cool and big and obnoxious. And that's exactly where I was going to go with this I'm going to get him a bounce house. I guarantee you parents hate half of the gifts their kids get. Because normally it makes noise, takes up a lot of space. I know what I'm going to get. It gets things wet for some reason because toy makers like to torture homeowners. And they're loud. I'm going to get... What I saw a lot of people on TikTok buying for their cats, but it's actually for children, and it's a ball pit, but a mini one in your house. That's, that's kind of fun. Yeah. But again, does your niece have enough like room in the house? I truly for a ball will pit? not allow anyone to buy my child toys for this reason. Because this is what I hate. I hate this. So you're gonna do the thing that you're not gonna allow parents to do for your kids. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that seem a little contradictory? Yep. Maybe you shouldn't do that. They buy my cat's toys all the time. I tell them to stop it. That is, that's also dumb because, I mean, the, the little kittens like their toys because they'll play Carolina with anything. Maxine. I think, and this sounds so lame, but it's like just get the kid, a, I don't know, a bond or some sort. Of, that's like, what I Literally invest $25 in any company. Well, listen, bond, yeah, bonds aren't the greatest anymore. They're not, but they're still, they're predictable and they're consistent. Or just put money in his bank account. Yeah, something like that. Buy the kid diapers. Does he still wear? He still wears, mm-hmm. still wears mm-hmm. diapers, right? Yeah. Do something. Like, do something useful. Me? Yeah. I'm gonna get him a little cake because I can't be there for his birthday. So we're gonna do a little celebration when I get back. A little like baby cake. Little baby cake. Him <laughs> and I are gonna celebrate. I'm gonna sing to him. Uh, there is a lot of travel that's coming up in the next month and a half for both Carla Marie and myself. Some together, some separate, and it'll be fun to finally. I think we're at a point now. And yes, I know COVID is still out there. Yeah. Um, but I think all the, most of the people who are going to get vaccinated have been vaccinated. And at this point, I think it is a little more free and open and 
inviting. I know that uh, there are some COVID protocols that my family is instilling, my aunt's family at uh, Thanksgiving, mm. and I'm cool with them. But yeah. it's, it's exciting that things are opening back up. Like last year, we didn't fly for Thanksgiving. Christmas was very, you know, Odd. I trimmed had quarantine. down. So it's, I'm excited to hit these these holidays with a new appreciation. Well, New Jersey, you're not supposed to actually do a Thanksgiving if you're well, outdoors. They, okay. And this is where you, people can probably get outraged with something like that. I don't know. Did the governor actually say, like, don't go for Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Guess what? You can't tell people to do that. People can do whatever they want in the privacy of their own homes. what if they did homes. that in Canada and they find people? They did. That wouldn't work in New Jersey. It definitely wouldn't work in America. We can't even get people to wear masks. So. It would work in America because in Alabama, they're having, uh, Texas, they're having people rat on their neighbors who are getting abortion. Yeah, but it's not actually working. Like so no one's actually doing else, it. Because everyone else, including myself, crashed the website. Yeah. So again, it, I don't think it would work. I don't think the get people to snitch on your neighbor thing works here. And I don't even know if it worked in Canada. I know my cousins and my family in Canada definitely stayed home for the holidays. Mm. Um, that was about it. But I don't know if anyone actually ratted out their neighbors for having too many cars in the driveway or something. I would, but I think it's more, it's, I think it's done to just remind people to be safe. And you set up like a really crazy, stipulation and say that way people just think to maybe be safer take extra precautions and things Mm -hmm. like that but i am excited for a more open and uh inclusive holiday season coming up because i have have a new appreciation for it even halloween this year i'm like it's gonna be cool to see people trick-or-treating and doing things like that wow i'm excited for it did you just say that i yeah i did it's on you record. Hate Hollow's Eve. I don't. I don't know where people get off saying that I hate these things. It's funny because clearly it's not only me. It's not just because I don't want to decorate like my bedroom for Halloween doesn't mean I hate the holiday. <laughs> you don't like fun or like dressing <laughs> okay. up. Okay. You know what? We are ending this podcast. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. You could have done anything in the world with your, you know, thirty-three minutes. We just. Hung out for and you hung out with us. So thank you very, very much. We've got a Twitch show, twitch.tv slash Anthony. You can hit the link in the description of this podcast. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review this one. Peace out, Cub Scouts. You look great. You look great.